Why, hello there! My name is Kenji Dick, and this is Wittenberg Radio. It is episode 127, and it is February 19th, 2018. This week on Wittenberg, I have Dylan Peters of the Bike Co-op here to talk about the Bike Co-op, what it does here on campus, and how you can get into winter biking. And, of course, we have Ashton Reimer here to talk about all the upcoming events that are happening this upcoming reading week, as well as the weeks following. It's that and more. Things are winding down for reading week, but when we return, there'll be tons of hip and happening events on campus. On March 1st and 2nd, CMU's Opera Workshop presents City Workers in Love, an original opera by CMU's own Neil Weisenzell. Student tickets are only $5 and are available at the door. On March 4th, the Arts and Entertainment Committee will be holding a coffee house hosted by Wittenberg's own Gabby Taylor and Kenji Dick. Swing by the Great Hall at 9 p.m. to witness the talent of our CMU students. Do you have what it takes to host Wittenberg Radio? If you're interested in running for any position on Student Council next year, now's your chance. Nomination forms can be found in the Student Center. Fill out and submit by Friday, March 8th. Elections will be held on March 18th. And that's all for now, folks. For current events, I'm Ashton Reimer. Very ha- happy to have uh, Dylan Peters in the studio today. Thank you so much again, Dylan, for coming to the studio. He is a first-year environmental studies student, and he also just so happens to be a bike mechanic here at the Sanctorial Bike Co-op here at CMU. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it is. Amazing. So I wanted to talk about the bike co-op today because I feel like it's something that uh, it's something here at CMU that not a lot of people necessarily know about. Um, so the first question I wanted to ask you here today, Dylan, is uh, what is the Sanctorial Bike Co-op? Do you mind just explain the very basics of the uh, of the place? Um, so basically it was designed to collect a bunch of old bikes that not a lot of people were using or they were throwing out that were still in working condition or semi-working condition. And then it gave uh, CMU an opportunity to get some students some jobs and positions there to work as bike mechanics or even just to get membership so they can go and work on their bikes in a decent shop with good tools and equipment. Nice, nice. And so where is it on campus? Um, so it is in the music wing in the basement. It is a bit difficult to find, but if you can find it, I highly re- recommend stopping in, especially if you see someone working in there. Okay, nice. And so what are the hours that it's like kind of open? Um, so we don't have any permanent hours unfortunately due to the fact that not a lot of people know about it so there's no point in us just sitting around for hours on end and no one showing up so if you want to get involved in the bike co-op at all or even get us to come fix your bike or learn how to fix your bike um just contact someone on the website or on the face sorry on the facebook page and um then we can set up a time to get together and work out what's wrong with your bike or if you want to buy a bike as well. Nice, nice. And so how long have you now been working at the bike co-op? Uh, so this is my first year working there and it's been a pretty good good time. I haven't spent as much time there as I would like to, but there's just not a huge demand for bikes to be made or fixed. So Right, right. And so what do you do personally at the bike co-op? Um. As a bike mechanic there, if anyone needs help with the bike and doesn't understand what's going on, I will try to get together with them whenever works best for the both of our schedules. And I will look over their bike and 
fix it to the best of my abilities and I will try to walk walk you along with what's happening because it's it's there's no point in going to a bike shop every time if you get a flat tire or something it's a fairly simple fix that everyone should learn how to do because I mean it happens it happens all the time so I mean if you if you can learn something from the bike shop while you're there then you don't have to go and possibly spend a lot of money getting it fixed at other bike uh, bike workshops such as like MEC or things like that but but I mean it's a lot better okay wow that's really fascinating so I really like your fast uh, your emphasis on going to the bike co-op for not only just for the sake of like fixing your bike for the sake of education as yeah. well for educating people about what's wrong with their bike and potentially how they can spot the problem themselves so like would you say that's kind of like a core philosophy at like at the at the sanctorial bike co-op is that something that you try to like do every time that someone comes in uh yeah i would say it's definitely a goal that at least i've tried to put into my working there i mean i haven't gotten to help a lot of people there but for the people that i do help um i like to walk them through what I'm doing with their bike because I mean I don't have to focus on more than one bike at a time because once again we don't have a lot of demand so I kinda get to show them exactly what I'm doing and even get them to help with the process if possible that's pretty incredible so um, I just wanted to so how long have you been a cyclist yourself uh, yeah Dylan what how long have you been like cycling around um so I have been cycling almost every day for the past six years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. More. More or less. Yeah. So you're pretty. Uh, you'd say you're a pretty serious uh, cyclist then. Yeah, I'm a fairly serious <laughs> cyclist. I would. I would go far enough to say that. Amazing. Um. And how long is your commute normally from home to uh, CMU? Uh, my commute is around 10k one way. So. Okay. 20 kilometers in a day. Yeah. So how long would that normally take you? Um, depending on the conditions. Now in winter, it's, it's about a half hour bike ride which is longer than I would like but in summer I have managed to get it down to around 15 minutes not bad oh hey yeah that's yeah. pretty good that's pretty good nice so yeah you just mentioned right now then that you uh that you actually cycle uh in the winter which is kind of kind of unbelievable for me perhaps some of our listeners which is because if you look outside right now as of the recording of this episode it's like quite chaotic out there and also quite cold um, so first of all, massive props to you for actually uh, having the bravery to cycle through the winter. Thank you. And in addition to that, um, I just wanted to know, uh, why is it that you cycle in the winter? What is exactly very appealing about cycling in the winter despite the conditions out there? Um, well, I do not have a car because they are quite expensive, <laughs> if you may not have noticed. And you have to pay for gas all the time. So it's a, con it's a constant cost and it gets very expensive after a while as well as it is not spectacular for the environment if I'm driving 20 kilometers a day by myself just to and from. So it's very impractical in that way. As well as it is it is a good way to keep active. I mean, it's the little things that keep you active, like biking or walking to school or stuff like that, that you don't get if you take the bus or drive. I mean, you get I get 20 kilometers of exercise, so like an hour a day just from cycling to and from school so it's a nice way to get some free exercise without having to pay to go to a gym or going to the gym at your school with a bunch of smelly people i mean it, it's just it's just a much nicer and relaxing way as well as you get to wake up in the morning and it helps you wake up like way better than a cup of coffee because you get out into the cold or into the wind and then you're exercising right away 
so right right no i totally i absolutely agree with that um i find that as a winter cyclist myself i don't like i'm currently not biking the winter right now just because my bike broke down a week ago as of recording this episode but when i was biking in the winter i find that one of the most refreshing things about cycling in the winter is normally uh just how refreshing it is not just like physically but also like mentally as well i find that like after like a long day of like studies or like just to, uh after a long day of studies especially it's just nice to actually do a bit of exercise just to clear your head a little bit and to give you like a little bit of uh space in your head you know just to just to like deal with any kind of things that you may be thinking about and just like kind of nicely de-stress you know throughout the uh, bike ride oh yeah for sure and i mean there have been studies that have proven that exercise before going to school helps you with your cognitive abilities i mean it just allows you to do so much more yeah yeah absolutely yeah so i guess like what i'm wondering the next is uh what kind of services then does like the bike co-op kind of provide for winter cyclists um, so if you're, if you ever have your bike freeze up in winter, it is a place where you could bring your bike to warm it up for a day. Don't leave it there cause it's not a very, uh, large space, but it's, it's a nice little area that you can quickly warm it up, clear out all your gears of snow and ice, and then, then you're good to go again. Or you can oil your chain every, if you really want to every day, you could just oil it to make sure that your bike doesn't rust down and fall apart. So it could also help you prolong the longevity of your bike. Hmm. And so that was kind of nicely leads to the next question I'm going to ask. Like for those of uh, for those people who are maybe considering actually doing winter cycling, what are some precautions that they should know about going into it? Besides, obviously, the extremely cold weather. Um, know your routes very well. If you have routes that you aren't fairly sure about and you're just biking down them. Um, it can be, it can actually be a fairly dangerous thing because if you're cutting corners or something like that and a car comes around it, they're much less likely to be able to stop as well as you are much less stable on the snow and ice. So you can't stop as well, neither can they, and accidents are much more likely to happen. I mean, as a winter cyclist, you have to be prepared to fall down on occasion. I mean, I just fell down the other day, just literally standing at a light because it was so stip- slippery. Hmm. But... I mean, you just you just got to be prepared for some things to go wrong because, I mean, you can't you can't have everything go right all the time. As well as try to pick routes that, you know, will be plowed and shoveled and cleared of snow, because otherwise you're just going to be walking wherever you're going. I mean, there's no point in biking if you can't actually bike. Then you're just getting an even harder workout. And so then would you, what would you say for like kind of the precautions for the bike itself? What are kind of some ways that you can maintain the bike without completely going to a wreck? Um, there, there are a couple things. I mean, what I have personally done is I have a specific bike as my winter bike, but I'm aware that not everyone can do that because that's adding more money. Although if you come to the bike co-op, then I mean, uh, we've got some cheap bikes up for grabs. So would definitely recommend that because it's a cheap option, but um, just making sure that you clean your bike down regularly because the salt gets into everything and the dirt gets into everything. So you just want to make sure you're cleaning everything down as well as oiling your chain quite often and cleaning it quite often because that's one of the most important parts of your bikes that gets the most dirty when you're biking. So as long as you maintain your chain, you're usually going to be fine. But, I mean, things happen. It's winter, it's cold out, things freeze up things break can't can't win them all <laughs> you can't win them all 
thank you so much, Dylan, for coming to the studio. I really appreciate it. Um, if uh, I'm going to leave the floor to you for any like last final comments, do you want to make potentially to our listeners uh, anything else that they should know about the Sanctorial uh, Bike Co-op or about winter cycling or cycling in general? Um, I would say hit us up on Facebook if you uh, want to get in touch about any bike any bike questions you have because uh, the more people coming and asking questions the more uh, room we'll have to do events and things we wanted to do a winter biking thing this year but we did not have enough interest in people wanting to uh, come and listen to it nor people knowing about it so I mean even if you want to come learn how to fix a bike or even build a bike I mean we have lots of bikes available to build so if you want to come in and get one of us to help you through the whole process of rebuilding a new bike then i mean for sure come in and do that excellent thank you so much dylan yeah no problem thank you very much thank you once again for listening to Wittenberg radio remember that if you ever want to try out winter cycling here on campus or if you want to need any kind of tools at all with any kind of cycling you can check out the bike co-op which is currently in the music wing of campus thank you once again for listening my name is kenji dick and we'll see you next time Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council. 